Welcome to the Nerd Alternative Podcast, a sweet mountain pot of all things nerdy. Today I'm your host, Mr. Levi, almost said another name, <laughs> but it's definitely Levi. And with me today are our usual suspects. To my left, we have the illustrious... Ram! I don't know my left. And to my right, there is the most noblest... Hassan. Yes. And today, we are talking about Loki. Yeah! The music. I, I, my brain really quick as I said that my brain was trying to like formulate the theme song and then it was like no scrap that one just carry on talking <laughs> um, but yeah so Loki has finished as of time of recording it is literally uh, today I'm still kind of taking it all in so mm. I don't know how accurate my personal review was going to be because I have to stew on things sometimes but alas we must do you got to take your time with it I mean, there was a there was a lot. I only re oh oh sorry, I went over that. Sorry, <laughs> I need to drink, guys. I'm on like get gear six, so um, I forgot what I was gonna say now. But yeah, we'll talk about that before that though. I guess we'll get some of the news out of the way. Some quick bits. We won't spend too much time on the new stuff. Um, let's get the trailers and teasers out of the way. There was a what if teaser no that was a full-on trailer wasn't it really um i'm not gonna say too much on it because you know i feel like more and more people are kind of just being on that mindset of like they're not gonna watch trailers so it's there there's a lot there and if you like it go and watch it i will say though i said this to ram when i saw it i feel like the voice acting just i don't know it just seemed weird to me um i guess it's because you've seen like these actors I'm not. I'm not sure if they confirmed everyone's returning. Uh, Tony Stark isn't Tony Stark. Uh, Neither is Chris Evans. I mean, Captain America. Yeah. Did okay. Did you I mention? You told me that. I, but yeah, Joey. Back to I my mean, voice point. I just felt like seeing these actors act and then hearing them voice because it's a different. It's a different craft, isn't mm. it? Mm, so absolutely. It, just, it was just a bit. I don't know. It just seemed not. I wouldn't say janky, but kind of. It was weird to me. I don't know. It, it it was like it's clearly like not their first skill. But that was a sidetrack anyway. The what if trailer is there and it looked quite it looked really mm. cool. Um I'm looking forward to it to be fair. There's nothing bad to say about it. This is this is one I actually did watch. I know this is kind of off brand for me, but I'm into it. Like if it kind of plays like um what's that Netflix anthology show that we love? Love Death and Robots. If it's just like a Love Death and Robots with like short punchy kind of episodes that aren't like interlocked and just they do their own thing and they can kind of come with their own flavors and writing i'm in i'm yeah. wholeheartedly in yeah and as for the other this is a definite teaser there was the witcher season two mm. did you oh did you watch that one as well okay i thought has would uh i i uh I, I tried really hard not to <laughs> but then i was like no i have to see this do you know what I, did you see it ram oh you didn't I keep replaying that when the roll over the table, like random parts of my day. Mm. I don't, you know, when that kind of, I know other directors use it, but I think of like um, James Wan. Yes. Um, yeah. Even like, I think, I guess, because I watched Fast and Furious and there was a lot of that kind of shaky cam when Jason Statham, when they were fighting. Mm. Basically, Garrett rolls over a table and the camera rolls with him. And I keep randomly just thinking about that. Because it's, it's so it's, good. There's no reason. Because it's like, <laughs> it really puts you in the moment of things and it kind of gives you that disorientation almost of like, you know, when you like fall over your roll or something. You realise you wouldn't be that guy. You would probably carry on rolling. <laughs> I, I, I'm more of a watcher than a witcher. 
I like that one. Um, but yeah, season two teaser's there. Got some care more on it, more hen. And mm. yeah, good times once again. It's there. Go and check it out. Um, moving on to our final piece of news. And Hassan, you're going to have to help me here. Mm. Um, PlayStation announced some, well, they done some form of state of play. And the reason I say this is, <laughs> I I don't have the best memory retention, but even if I watch something passively, I can be like, I remember things happening. And I actually watched this and then forgot I watched it. Mm. So when I was putting it on the when I was putting it on the news, I was like, "What happened? Let me look it up. I forgot. I totally forgot to watch it." And as I was looking at what they announced, which wasn't actually much, mm. I realized that Blaney had watched it. <laughs> they were when apparently because we were talking on the night that it was happening. You're like, "No, nah, no, nah, I'm going to bed." Yeah, <laughs> like um, I watched it, and like you know, it's dead. When I watched it, I tweeted about it, and I forgot the next morning, and I rewatched it, and I was like, "This is <laughs> terrible." Like. I think for me, I knew it was terrible when I woke up the next day and there wasn't like crazy news mm. everywhere because I was expecting to wake up and see, I don't know, like God of War everywhere or PS5 Pro. I don't know, something like that, something. And I woke up and saw absolutely nothing. Um, there was a couple of things like, um, I, 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 let me let me not like um, yes, pretend like uh, there wasn't a couple of cool things in so there. So the things that I enjoyed was a Deathloop demo. Mm. Um but I love those type of games. I love when they always kind of showcase a demo of this is a mission and you can do this mm. or this. Mm. And if it goes wrong, you go back and do this. I, I don't know. I'm always a sucker for those, those yep. kind of showcases. Um, Lost Judgment look cool. I have never played Lost Judgment. And I've really, I know it's the makers of Yakuza, I believe, or is it not? Oh, oh, Judgment. Yeah, the, the DLC, right? Yeah. I don't know what it was. I just thought it looked cool. Mm. Um, I haven't even played the latest Yakuza, but I reckon you'd dig it. Um, like they're not my cup of tea, but I played like Yakuza Zero and I played a bit of Five. Honestly, you should play Yakuza. You'd really, you'd really enjoy it. I started Kiwami, but something else came up and mm. I, I jumped on there. And Sifu, which I didn't quite, I I need to watch that again to understand what they were, what point they were trying to get across. Like I don't know if it was a gameplay. You can tell me about it. So this is one of the ones I was excited about. There was this and there was another indie game that you fly around in the ship. But we'll get to that in a second. Um, Sifu is a martial arts game where it's kind of like... It looks like it's going to play like a roguelite where it's like everyone is different. You're going to fight against different people. And like each time you die, you like get older. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like... That's what I got from it. I'm kind of into it. Like if you can like level up your skills and you're kind of like... If you're literally growing through each death in each run, I'm like that is super cool as a concept it's pretty pretty lit i can't lie mm. um i'm done with my state of play i have nothing else to add has and was there was one with a rabbit with a mechanical arm i think yes that's that's there was, oh there's two other ones there's the ship one and there's the rabbit one. Oh, and there was also um death stranding director's cut that was the thing we don't need to talk about <laughs> any of you budding polio any of you budding <laughs> death stranding fans that um want more of that i guess Either way, the state. I have heard though that there is supposed to be another state of play happening soon. Mm, they they should be because this was nothing. Um, also, I would say look out for a Spider-Man trailer because it's just crossed my mind that Loki's finished, which we're about to talk about. But now Loki's done and Black Widow's out. I thought like in Marvel marketing style, there is going to be a Spider-Man trailer soon. What do you guys think? 
I hope so. I mean, we got Zendaya kissing up Tom Holland, which I, I think I think is I think that's something. I don't know. Marvel would just. I think Marvel. I don't. I, I'm sure you know chemistry on set. Mm. It, it always happens, but the way this has just been publicly revealed now to keep the hype going, we've got the low key stuff. We're gonna get. We're gonna get Tobey Maguire in this trailer. <laughs> Listen, I said if, it here first. If he if he comes in clicking and dancing <laughs> i'm going to lose my mind I'm, a- I'm actually gonna lose well, my like mind like the memes like yeah just but ram looks bored <laughs> sorry ram i couldn't find any news that you would like to so let's let's bring her into the loop because i know she wants to talk about loki or maybe she doesn't join us <laughs> join us um so yes loki episode six finished today and oh what an episode oh boy it was an episode so oh boy we're gonna talk about the whole season let's just jump straight into it but actually let me get the homeworks out of Such the way the scene give us the context yes this is the third disney plus show as you know just some random trivia that apparently because i will say apparently because marvel you can never trust what they say um allegedly <laughs> that end game scene where um, Loki took the Tesseract and vanished out he did it, it wasn't planned quite yet where he was going to go so you know I think that's pretty I can cool. believe that yeah I feel like that's what they do with everything they're like mm, this could go somewhere <laughs> it's like also if I don't reveal to you what's going to happen you can't spoil it yeah like Mark Ruffalo yeah. <laughs> but um yeah so this story was by Michael Waldron who has written in the past for Community and Rick and Morty. Um, more importantly, um, his pitch for Marvel was that he wanted this to be an opportunity for chaos and fun. He wanted to have a big time adventure. And I feel like that is exactly what we got. <clears throat> and it was actually his idea to bring the TVA into the fold, which is what made uh, Tom Hiddleston actually want to jump on board. Um and he really enjoyed the idea of making something as crazy as time travel, like monotonous, essentially, like paperwork and, and day-to-day life. And you know what? No, let's get to it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get to it. Um, other notable writers include uh, Bisha K. Ali, I hope I pronounced that correctly, who wrote episode three, Lamentis. Um, I believe she's going to be the showrunner of Miss Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, also... British. Sorry. And she British, and Tom Ka- Ka- Kaufman, Kaufman, Kaufman. Who, who is a Rick and Morty writer. He wrote episode five, and I feel like you can see the Rick and Mortyness in that episode now. When I um, mm. when you think about it, the show was directed by a Kate Heron, who um, hasn't done much feature length films. A lot of her past credits were short films. She's done, but she's written on Daybreak. Ram knows her guilty pleasure of mine it's not a guilty pleasure because it's good is it good though it is good it's fun and it's good there's like it's it's good it is good. okay <laughs> it, it, i felt a little a bit guilty pleasure. i didn't feel i'll have guilty. to watch it again uh, one man's guilty pleasure is another man's prideful trash i don't know <laughs> <laughs> we, we get the gist i guess um but and she also wrote um on sex education sex education mm. which is also a fantastic show mm. Um, I feel like it came across to me actually when I was like, "Yeah, I can feel a woman's influence on this show." As in, I don't know, there was something in her directing. Both of 
both Daybreak and Sex Education, I feel like, have very strong, well-rounded female characters, and I feel mm. like they had the same in this. I think Daybreak, I can, I definitely agree with you um, <clears throat> on that one. To be fair, I haven't seen Sex Education. Sex so Education know. is really um, good, like really, really good. What I thought was interesting is to literally because she hasn't got much experience to sell herself more than some of the more experienced directors. She made a sixty-page pitch, hoping that. Um, Feige and the gang would basically just see her passion for <laughs> Loki and and basically pick her this over. This is why I need to do a lot. <laughs> oh, for real? Yeah, it worked. So um, <laughs> I have been doing this somewhere. Um, and also, what I thought was interesting is the writers said they worked very hard on like how the TVA works and time travel, specifically because of the point that it's a TV show, and you know, week to week, people are going to sit there and pick apart the episodes like they did for everything else and i feel like they did a good job you know mm. um i'll be honest i haven't thought too much about the time travel too much since then um and that is it for the homeworks um anything else anyone wants to add on the trivia side it's real or, good if you haven't yeah. seen it go watch it pause this <laughs> go watch it no. except from that i like well, well I let's go Let's go non-spoiler. No, and we'll this start wasn't. Ram. No, this no. is a production thing, though. Oh, go on, go on. Sorry, go it's on. not a fact. I just, th- I was just gonna say, I just like, um, but I feel like this is just Marvel are good at picking people. Um, mm. So I, I, I like who they've picked to work on this, but I've liked everyone that they've picked to work on anything ever. So. Oh, who was the um lady who did music? I feel like Natalie Holt. Natalie is something, to my... but I was love you, and also you're a lady, so that makes it even cooler because I rarely see female composers. Mm, or even true. black composers actually. Let me try and do my quick, quick Google. I feel like it's Natalie Holt. There is a, a British composer called Natalie Holt. I was going to say my flatmate's, flatmate's full name <laughs> because <laughs> her name is also Natalie. Yeah, it is, and it they is wanted Natalie to see. Shout them out personally. Yeah. Just because. No, I was going to confuse <coughs> their names together and just be like, Natalie. Mm, mm. Wrong person. Because the score of this was really good. So, honorable mm, shout outs to. Natalie I sing Holt. it on the daily. In fact, sometimes now it's just like on all the reels and like on Instagram, you just see it. On something that's not even related to Loki, but it just makes everything feel so much better. Yeah. So. All right, Ram, you're gonna give us your non-spoiler thoughts. Mm, I really liked it. I think it's the best out of all of the shows so far. Um, it's kind of hard to compare to Wonder. No, because I feel like it gave me what Wonder Vision gave me in terms of Loki's development and understanding how he works and how like it's really interesting when you see i think what was interesting about loki is that we've already seen him like evolve in the films from being like evil (laughs) to being good but mischievous and i think that in this we got to see like a deeper longer um development of how we got there in the first place because i think in the movies obviously like we, we we saw it happen and we made like the logical leaps or emotional leaps but it was interesting to see it happen a bit more intimately over like a short s- series of time where it was like focused on him and and getting to understand like how he felt about his life and all that kind of stuff so i thought that was really interesting um i really liked all of the female characters in this i think mm-hmm. um you know that something is really good when you have loads of women but they don't all kind of just melt into like one type like the one omni type. <laughs> yeah they're just like <laughs> mm, women women like mm. uh, like everyone mm. had very distinct personalities i would have liked to see more of winmi 
I can't remember what her B B fifteen fifteen B 15s is a band I'm pretty sure. Um, <laughs> B B fifteen vitamin B six. <laughs> I think um, every, we'll, 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 I'll find yeah, a name. She is B15. On. She is oh. B15. Oh, yeah. um, I knew that was right. But um, yeah, I really, I wish we saw a bit more of her. That's my only gripe. But um, I thought everyone was like, oh, thanks. No, <laughs> it was very well rounded. And um, I think what was also cool about this series is like you could feel it made me excited for the movies and for season two and for all the other tv shows i think um i don't know there was a lot of stakes in this like emotional stakes and actual stakes stakes which i don't really think we felt in the other two series as much um so yeah i really liked it music was great pacing was great story was great i was invested yeah yeah nice that's a glaring review right there (coughs) that is that's like a 10 out of 10 have fun so um the best of the shows for me and one of the one of the reasons I really love the shows like kind of with um One Vision and uh, Falcon of Winter Soldier is they've taken characters that s- so far I've really not really enjoyed I've just thought kind of exist and they serve plot purposes rather than being like interesting characters and they really smashed it here with Loki cuz up until this point I didn't really like uh, Loki Oh uh, I'm glad. Yeah, I, w- <laughs> <laughs> I like them, but I, not in the same way that mm. white teenage girls love him. I, I mm. said this to my colleague at work because we've been talking about it weekly, and he is so shocked that I don't, I don't, I keep telling him I don't dislike him. I'm just mm. like, I guess it's more I don't get why people like him. So yeah, people love him. Yeah, people love this dude. Like, that that thing, he's not a bad character. Like he's got like big scamp energy. <laughs> he's just like I'm here for some shenanigans, and if the plot allows it, I might have a cry. Uh, like that's that's about it but like here we kind of see why he's like what he's like and we see actual character development and we see meaningful character development and the interplay with him against other characters and their growth and their change um we're still keeping the six quarter free so i'm like i'm not gonna say names but like the way that he kind of comes into the picture and he has to see these funhouse mirrors of him of his of his kind of actions and it, and and his like um, behavioral patterns is fascinating, and like the the way that he he takes it all on board as well, mm, chef kiss like it's so so good. Um, the music as well, I kept finding myself kind of um, forgetting that the music was on because it would just perfectly match what was going on on screen, and you just feel the swell of the emotion because like the music's kind of like taking you to that place, right? And I was like, that's really good. That's that's so good. Well done, Natalie. Mm. You are the real MVP of this series. And like the other side is like <clears throat> visually, this is the best visual show like of the Marvel shows by a country mile. Like the cinematography is phenomenal. Like the color palettes are so beautiful. Oh, like yeah, they are. the like even the sets and like the kind of detail work <clears throat> of like <clears throat> the TVA and like the worlds that they kind of find themselves on. Mm. Just beautiful. Like beautiful, like I, I love it. Like <laughs> I, I love it. Oh god, I, f- I guess there's gonna be um, no controversy today. Mm. That's that bizarrely controversy. I can, I can controversy. <laughs> the controversy is how you said one. that. <laughs> yeah, that, that, was, that was kind of controversial. <laughs> <laughs> I'll throw. I mean, you guys have kind of said everything I said, especially you, Hassan. I wasn't particularly. Um, 
I know, again, I never hated Loki, but I was just very much like cool. And by the end of this, um, by the end of this episode, I was the open end of the series. I was definitely like, all right, I'm a Loki fan. It's converted me in the way that none of the other um, shows, and I liked the characters from the other shows kind of more. I guess Wonder kind of fits in that same category, but the show by the end, I didn't. I was like, okay, I get the story about grief, but it doesn't make me. What is grief? I don't sympathize <laughs> with Wonder anymore. I don't like want to hug her anymore, and I don't love her anymore than I did. I just I enjoyed the story and what was told. Whereas Loki. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm a Loki. I'm not a Loki stan, mm. but I'm a fan. I'm a got one foot in the fan base. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? So, there, like, you know, there's that uh, sound design again. Chef's kiss, chef's kiss, chef's kiss. Um, the characters, the character arcs. I think, like Ram said, almost every character was fleshed out. Even someone like B15, who was essentially like a secondary character it still feel like we got enough of her. We got enough of her personality. And even what you said about the female characters, like how they were all like different and they weren't really too, too stereotypical, if you know what I mean. Um, B-15 was a bit like, oh, I'm a job's worth. But, you know, there was, a, there was enough nuance there that I'm like, cool. Dude, Ravona, Ravona was amazing. Like, I didn't know. Amazing. What side she was on. She was just flipping like, oh God. It she- was so good. Like, so good. Um. And that's a testament to the writing. Mm. Um, but even on top of the writing, the performances were amazing. Um, loved Owen Wilson as Mobius. Um, I loved the chemistry. The chemistry everyone had. The chemistry Mobius had with Loki. The chemistry Loki had with Sylvie. Um, and I feel like by the end of this show, I was both excited for um, the excited for the wider implications of Marvel. Obviously, we know. No Way Home is going to have Tobey Maguire and um, Jamie Foxx and all these other multiversal... I think Ramsed was one of those streams, the Sonyverse or something, and it was like, yeah, probably. Um, but also, between this and Black Widow, um, I've really got more of a um, like ex- respect for just appreciating these stories. Um, I feel like when I read a comic, I'll read an arc and accept the arc in itself, but also where it places in the world but when it comes to the mcu i feel like a lot of us are kind of the way it's been so far has always been like this great story that's being told and now it's like we're getting this you know black widow which is a prequel and then you know one all these stories i just feel like boom 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 and i feel like i'm kind of getting more into that jam as opposed to being like where's the mid credit scene or like do you know what i mean waiting for the next sort of um thing so I, I don't know man i feel like the marvel fatigue has gone for me which is kind of jarring because I, 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 you know. they made us gave us a reason to care about this character but now they're giving us like a different reason like to stay if that makes sense so i feel yeah. like mm. the first phase of having this wider story was just like setting up all the endless possibilities and now like we can literally go anywhere mm. we can be anyone yeah we can be on any um, earth my hot take, though, and we will have to get back to it, is I wasn't too hot on Sylvie. And by the end, Ram knows I was kind of annoyed. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like they wanted you. Yeah. No, but before that, I was kind of like, uh, people love Sylvie. Like, she's been a breakout character. Yeah. Um, I think she's well acted and mm. well performed, but I, I just, I don't know. My question is, do you hate the performance or do you dislike the character? Oh, no, I don't. It's not like I dislike her. Mm. I'm just not too hot on it. Okay, but we'll fair. talk about it more because yeah. we will talk about that. Um, 
the ins and outs. Yeah. Um, I guess, has anyone got anything non-spoilery to add? Uh, well. <laughs> I, was, I was trying uh, to do my impression of that the other day. It wasn't hot. Honestly, <laughs> like, traveling here, like, the whole time, or like, I, I was just, like, kind of going around doing stuff, and I was just thinking, wow. <laughs> wow. Like... <laughs> All right, let's. Um, I guess we can just go through the episodes. I, I suppose we'll start episode one. Um, but it was so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> like I'm not gonna lie. Like you said that, and like my brain panicked. Like I was, was like, like right, I don't I'll know. I never watched I'll, this show. I'll, I'll try and life. like go through. So episode one, we have our 2012 Avengers scene. Um, oh yeah, and we found out that he's the dude that jumped off the plane and disappeared. Yes, that I can't even remember his um, name right now. Um, that guy will come to me maybe who knows Um, so yeah he ends up in I want to say Mongolia it was something that begins with an M and yeah it was Mongolia (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then he's instantly picked up by the timekeepers can I ask yeah were you guys like excited when when Loki when it started because I was really like because I feel like Falcon and Water Soldier fine WandaVision it started all mysterious but I guess it was a big question for me, like, where Loki went. So I was proper, like, this was the first time, despite the fact that we've had films after Endgame, that I felt like we were getting post-Endgame. Uh, was that the yeah, no, yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah, maybe. Were you Loki excited? <laughs> <laughs> I was Loki excited. You need excited. to read American Gods. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. uh, like, <laughs> um, what was I going to say? It made me, you know, in the pitch meeting, guys were like, yeah, because that's from the movies. That's how I felt. Yeah. I was like, that's <laughs> from the movies. <laughs> it's like when they say the name yeah. like of the movie yeah. you're like that's the title of this movie I was excited like uh, do you remember when we first saw the trailer and you guys were like oh what do you think and I was just like this ticks every box for me like magic time travel science ooh Owen Wilson ooh <laughs> some weird shit let's go yeah and no, I was I was proper like giddy um then we're instantly literally introduced to the timekeepers who arrest loki um i guess this is when we first start to see a power shift the power shift that throughout this show you kind of realize that thanos he was just a guy and Mm -hmm. all these things that we thought were like when you think you're on the ceiling of escalation you realize you're not but i think this is the first kind of time when like loki thought he was this guy and they're just Mm -hmm. kind of like Mm -hmm. when what is it when she um Punches him in slow motion when B fifteen punches him and then yeah that was that was awesome. Also, I wow. just love seeing yeah. the time the time stones just oh. in a drawer. Yeah, the infinity stones, just loads of them. Yeah, <laughs> just like, time so, yeah so they get, they they get brought to the agency. Um, Loki is put on trial for his crimes against the sacred timeline. Um, this is when we get our first sort of info dump about the sacred timeline and there was a time war, but the time. The, not the, the timekeepers time mm-hmm. save the day, and now their TVA maintain the one timeline. And if anything ever b- branches out to it, they will instantly come in and what they prune call it. prune it. Um, the one timeline to rule them all. So this, this ep- and another thing. This was 2012 Loki, and that was another thing that was very interesting. All of that kind of character development um, was sort of undone because we're right back to where he's just taken this fresh L. And I guess that's something I had to keep reminding myself. This is like a fresh L, the first Avengers. Um, that's why I. That's why I. That's what I said in my non-spoiler. That's why I said what I said in my non-spoiler. 
thingy. Oh. That it was nice to see him developing, but like a closer look mm. because we only saw it over the movies. But now we were like, ah. I mean, my question is, how different do you think this Loki is from Infinity War Loki? It's a lot more nuanced. How much? Uh, who, do you, who do you think's gooder? This one. This, <laughs> this, this, this one, one is by by yeah, country yeah, mile because yeah. like um, Loki in the movies, um, like I think the thing that in in the movies they have the growth and then they have the radical shift back to being Loki because like brand loyalty, I guess like you can kind of like assume like by the end of the movie, he's still going to be Loki. Oh, you, yeah, you big scam energy is what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, we're in, we, we get all of this information. Um, and we have Mobius just before he's about to be pruned. This is Loki. That is, uh, Mobius kind of takes him and is like, Maybe we can get this guy to work with us. Um, there was... Oh, we saw a scroll. Um, or was it a cre- A scroll. And there was also that guy that I forget his name. The the bank guy, Sax, something. That he was like, do you know who I am? Yes, 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 yes. Cool. Um, but yeah, so Mobius kind of takes Loki into this room and basically uh, just shows him his life. <laughs> um, I think that was really interesting. Mm. To be fair, um, him it's almost like a like a recap. <laughs> it it was the best um, quick exposition they could have done, and I'm yeah. <laughs> very impressed that they kind of like condensed it all into one go. And I guess this was the beginning. I think what what I liked is the message of him not being the hero, but just being the 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 survivor or the loser to like the platform that the great step on mm-hmm. um that was told straight away but it still took a while for it to kind of sink, sink in over the next couple of episodes um did feel a little bit monologue if i remember from that first episode mm. I, I felt like I, was, it felt like I was almost watching a a theater of theater play of tom hiddleston like where am i going no <laughs> tom glorious purpose this is your life <laughs> <laughs> um but it was very touching him um seeing his mum mm-hmm. and then seeing himself die I don't know how I would feel if I <laughs> saw that <laughs> do you know what I mean especially if you go out like a bit of a chump like like you oh don't even God. drop your lifeless body in the floor and you like you end land like that and you're like man I didn't like, even land cool my man. elbow just, is yeah. like by my like by my ear just, like. just go in there and just fix your arm <laughs> um but yeah and I think that's when he yeah then he agrees to no he tries to run away um, and that's when he finds out about the um, what's the word? The that oh. Yeah, there's a word I'm thinking about. How useless they are. Yeah. Yes. Um, I mean, what did you guys think of the way they kind of made us feel like yeah, all, all that stuff you've been watching for I ten years it. that you thought was epic paperweights? I love it. Do you know what it feels like? It feels like when you played like an RPG and then you play the sequel. And they have to like level you back to zero. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> this is cool. Uh, you get to kind of like experience like growing and changing again. Um, I feel like this was the best way to establish like how high the stakes were as well, like mm-hmm. so quickly. Mm-hmm. And it really felt like um, like a culture shock almost, where you're like, oh, I'm in a completely different world now. Mm-hmm. Holy crap! Everything is everything up is down, left is right, kind of thing. Yeah, that's what I was. In- I was going to say it's a good way of shifting our expectations again. And then also again, like I think that um, when you have the MCU, obviously 
it really was like the U stands for universe <laughs> type thing of <laughs> yeah. like, I think sometimes you can kind of get caught in like, this has been the story so far and this was kind of actually like expanding the world. I think sometimes you just need reminders that, oh, that's, everything we watched isn't actually just like, there's more. There's more. Mm -hmm. that, I mean, that's exactly what I was saying earlier about like appreciating. I will now be prepared. Do you know what? When I saw the Black Widow thing prequel, I was like, eh, but after watching it, which we will talk about next week, I'll be like, do you know what? I could take another prequel. I could take, you could give me a random slice of life. Like, remember this random mission that Falcon did here? If it's a good story, I'm more prepared to, to watch it now. I'll be less like, oh, I need to know where the, the head of the story is. You can give mm. me a random Xandar story. I, I, like Killmonger before, before his attack on Wakanda. Like yeah, that like kind of thing. You, now I'm like, it, it was kind of like there is a whole world outside of what Avengers and Avenger adjacent people mm. are um, doing. <clears throat> and that episode also ends on our hooded stranger um, killing a bunch of dudes and taking the timeline charges. We find out who that is next episode. Spoiler alert, it was Sylvie mm -hmm. slash Loki variant slash Loki variant question mark. We'll talk about it. <clears throat> um, episode number two was quite buddy copy like first day on the job um, Loki following Mobius around um, I think this was when he was like kind of deciding that he wanted to overthrow the timekeepers also um, I didn't talk about Judge Renslayer mm. um, Chef's Kiss mm. great performance um God, Ram, do you want to tell me the name of the actress? Gugu Mbathawal. Thank you. I don't know if I'm saying her last name right, but... If you're not, apologies. Um, she was always always hesitant about having the um, having the variant, aka Loki, um, working for them. I think this was, this was the episode when they went into the church and the, the lady was like, the little girl was like, Mephisto. Mm -hmm. The devil did it and pointed <laughs> to the, the, the stained glass. I was like, are we doing this? Is this... Is this are we doing this again? Are we um, doing I love that the internet lost their, their collective minds. Yeah. Um, I feel like this show and this episode as well done a good job of, again, explaining some of the more, like, nuanced points about time travel, for example. Um, this was the episode when um, they went to Pompeii and he realised if, if you're at a, what do they call them, a Nexus event, mm -hmm. then you can do what you want. Um, I just feel like, and even at the end of the first episode, they kind of were always, it, for me, it felt very kind of tight. And even the loopholes that I thought were loopholes, I was more curious to um, watch them, watch further, like, and see what it means as opposed to just being like, this doesn't make sense. Mm. Mm. Uh, can I can I say, like, with this episode as well, like, this episode established this this, like, kind of uneasy cult feel to the tva yes, yes there was like the humor and the body cop like um drama over the top and like the phenomenal performances from owen wilson and um tom hiddleston together and just just under that was this like weird sickening kind of unease of like the tva isn't what it says it is and like you couldn't you didn't know what it was but like you just knew that it, they aren't they aren't on the up and up and i was like i I love that so much. I'm so in. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Are you gonna say something? Mm -hmm. No. Um, and this, so this was the episode where they find out, like I said, about the Nexus events, and 
Um, essentially, Loki's mission, sorry, I'm like describing this terribly, is to find this variant that Mobius is kind of like, this Loki is better than you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're, li- you're a little fish. <laughs> you're here on a le- leash right now. We're chasing the, the, the big dog. Mm. Um, and, and then Loki theorizes that, you know, sh- that this Loki must be hiding in one of these apocalypses because there's no energy reading as that's going to be end anyway. Mm. Um, this is when we are shown female Loki. But, I mean, people were kind of credited as Sylvie. And I think this was when one of the first sort of theories kind of came about. I mean, I don't know if you know much about the Enchantress and all that. I'm, I'm willing to learn. Please, please explain. I, I will. I think I'll come back to that one mm. when we talk about... Um, the end and uh, expectations yeah. going forward. So, um, I think this is the episode when she enchants B-15... Um, and is that when she she does the whole charge thingamabob? Um, where she sends all the reset charges. Yes, that is episode two. When she starts creating the branch timelines. Mm. <clears throat> yes, and then Loki follows her. Mm. Yes, okay, I'm on board. All right. So by the end of this episode, you know, we've got time timelines awry everywhere. And I will say at first I was really annoyed because they really just did not. I mean, we assume that they just went and I guess pruned everything but they were really like this is unprecedented all of these timelines are now being created and then just never revisited that mm-hmm. um, unless I missed it I, I, I don't know um, then we have episode 3 um, which is when sh- when they teleport Loki and Sylvie slash female Loki are at Lamentis 1 I think one of my personal favourite episodes mm. Um this was very much just about them. I guess this is also um, Loki starting to get feelings for himself, herself. <laughs> <laughs> so they're stuck on this um, Nexus event. Mm. Um, I think they needed to charge the tempad, this tempad, which is this device that the TVA used to kind of go everywhere. Um, I think this is the episode where I feel like Loki started to have a lot of... Um, turning points in how he was thinking about things this is the episode where he got drunk and he was singing in norse and he done the thor another and he mm. threw it on the floor um i mean what did you guys think about like sylvie and loki's relationship developing in this episode um i think apart from it being i don't even know if it's incestuous so i don't know what it is <laughs> kind mas- of i think it's <laughs> masturbation technically yeah, <laughs> <laughs> apart from it being that i think the main thing about their relationship that is interesting from a two loki's angle is that like a lot of his development here was like not impacted by his relationship with other people is impacted by his relationship with his literal self mm. and like how he views himself and mm. i think that's what's been interesting about um because so far we've only ever seen loki from thor's perspective and us wanting him to be good has been because we want thor to like we want thor and his brother to have a good relationship whereas this was loki actually thinking well like why am i actually bad and kind of building on the scenes that we had in the first story like when mobius is like do you do you enjoy killing people like what are you actually bad like what is your thing and i think him meeting sylvie and suddenly not feeling like alone um 
and seeing himself from a different perspective really like made him start to think even more about like why he does what he does why does he want power in the first place what is his purpose what is his, his glorious purpose um and all of that stuff so um i think that's what i found really interesting about that episode because technically it was just introspection but with like imagine you could like have a talk with yourself but not yourself a yourself um, that has experienced something sim- different to you but is inherently yourself yeah. it's mm. a very 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 cerebral conversation um peppered with um info because this is the episode that we find out that the agents until this point we were under the impression tva agents were just created by the timekeepers mm-hmm. and this is the episode we find out that they are dun, dun, dun. variants um things happen they can't leave this 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 nexus event so it looks like they are going to just die on this planet mm-hmm. uh moving into episode four. Oh, episode three was the episode that was directed by abisha k ali mm-hmm. by the way um shout outs to her mm. so episode four is the episode where they are picked up and arrested by the tva this was a this was an episode i'll tell you that um mm. i'll condense but this is the episode where they confront the timekeepers um sylvie kind of shows b15 her life before and kind of blows the lid off of that shows that she's a variant b15 um, <laughs> this is your life <laughs> <laughs> practically um mobius got pruned that was sad <laughs> that was Yo, shocking that episode what? had my feels man like, I was just like it was no it was jarring because and and i, I know i wasn't the only one uh, later on loki gets pruned and it's like, man, I'm still thinking about <laughs> Mobius. Like, mm. I just be pruning people like this. You just prune everyone. Like, like when they when they got uh, Mobius, I was for a hot second. I was kind of disappointed that he didn't kind of go out with a wow, like, <laughs> <laughs> like a sad whimpering wow. The pruning wow. happens too quickly for you to even say anything. Mm. Savage. Um, there's some other things that I'm kind of glossing over, but I don't really think unless you guys think it's important, like the whole. Uh, C20 situation I feel like that was more just for plot like her being a variant and then Re- I guess it kind of goes more towards uh, Renslayer's character maybe we'll mm. go back into that about her them, like they basically pruned her and was like yeah she had a mental breakdown mm. after everyone left and mm. no one could see it but she had one it, it, honestly <laughs> this this Trust this me. kind of the insidious the company knows it's evil mm-hmm. but I'm going to keep up appearances and lie I love I love we'll talk about Renslayer because she was had the same level of like genuineness in her voice mm-hmm. all the time and mm-hmm. it was so scary Bro. even when she was like trust me i will help you mm-hmm. all the time when, like, when she's sitting with owen wilson's character every single time like Ooh, you. um but this is the episode so we have sylvie just <laughs> throw, decapitating one of these um timekeepers and then we find out their animatronics and when i say shout out to marvel because those animatronics those those robots were looking they were looking on point still mm. um like the head when mm. she was uh holding it so we this is the episode where we find out that the tv as we know it is 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 a lie um it's all a lie. that was hit number one no mm. hit number one was mobius going hit number two is the tv is free mm. hit number three now we have um loki getting pruned, pruned. and then hit number a hundred was him waking up in the void and being surrounded by old man low classic Loki 
boastful Loki, kid Loki, and yeah. <laughs> I can't even say because he's not even a crocodile. He's like an alligator. No, he's alligator Loki, yeah. and he's the best dude. So yes, lo- uh, alo- okay, a Loki. And we'll get to that one. Yeah. Loki Gator. No, <laughs> we'll get it. We'll get it. We'll get there. <laughs> I mean, this episode, I was listening to an interview um, on with? the comic book. It was with, a brand, uh, with this guy, Brandon Davis and Tom Hiddleston. And he said, this is episode one. And he asked him, what episode is the episodes like that's to look forward to? And Tom said, the end of four going into five. So I always knew from episode one, I was I was literally just like this waiting for four. And, and he, weren't, he wasn't lying. He wasn't lying. I mean, what... Your your thoughts on this episode? Like, I feel like I'm not gonna lie. So basically, what happened to me was that I, you know, like I was just used to not having a mid credit scene, so I didn't watch it. And then when I went into episode five, I was so confused. I was like, "What?" Because I hadn't seen that bit. Um. So surprise! That was my feelings. <laughs> so you you got baffled, like you yeah. Were... I literally was like, "Did I miss an episode?" And then I went back and I was like, "Oh, I missed a mid credit scene." I, I got lucky that someone told me on the day, like, well, I was like, oh, I'm just about to watch it. And they were like, there's there's a post-credit scene. Don't forget to watch the post-credit scene. And I was like, ooh, <laughs> that saved me. What, one thing I that was kind of jarring for me was I feel like Renslayer could have pruned Sylvie when they were fighting. It was very much like, oh, the plot dictates that I just must whoop your ass and leave <laughs> you on the floor for a little bit. Mm. And and the same with um B, B15 as well. I mean, to be honest, they did kind of say afterwards like they were trying to use b15 to find out where they would have gone but still um but yeah i it was for me i was like here we go mm. here we go the, the nerd in me is um is hyping up r.i.p to mobius though for now <laughs> but um we have episode five journey into mystery this is the episode that was written by tom kaufman you can feel the um the rick and morty energy leading off of this one mm-hmm. Um, so funny! Like, this, it's such a good episode. This was the uh, reveal that the void was the void. When mm-hmm. you get pruned, you go there. Um, we we get to meet not just the variants that were shown at the end of episode four, but we get to meet loads of variants. President I mean, Loki. President Loki. Yeah. Do, do you know what I really <laughs> loved about that? It was that um, it wasn't. Lo- it was like I think everyone just assumed Loki was going to end up being a president yeah, of Loki's, but mm-hmm. no, it was just. Yeah. And that's how you do a trailer, guys. Mm. You don't tell us the story in the and trailer. I, and I really um, love that. We found out about some of these Loki's Nexus events. <laughs> Boastful Loki. I can't even remember what he said. You're like, I don't know. He killed everyone and mm. got the gauntlet and, like, I don't know. Oh, he, yeah. Won, won the world. Mm. <laughs> Basically. He's like, I did it. I did everything. <laughs> um, Child Loki killed, killed, Loki. He killed, oh. he killed the neighbor's cat. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like uh, when when alligator Loki when the big fight breaks out and alligator Loki just goes in and just starts yamming hands. He, I, do you know what? That, <laughs> I loved that scene. I just I loved, and I what I really loved was Loki. Firstly, the the the, the triple cross. Like I just loved that, <laughs> and I loved our Loki just looking at everyone and being like these punks is this what is this what 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 everyone else feels like looking at me (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, for real for real for real (laughs) like such a full circle moment from episode three because it was like he had done all of that work that he like when he finally was in the room like with all the other lokis he was just like he's like the evolved spiritual loki who's Mm. done all of like the meditation and all that all the 
he's gone to therapy. Mm. He's a new man. Talk, talking of um, like circles and that, I really dug the choice to make um, classic Loki, who was played by Richard E. Grant. Shout out to him. Nailed it. Yeah. Nailed it. Um, I really like the idea that he is our Loki in the future. And and him saying like yeah you know when you died i didn't basically and i hid among the, the stone the, the rubble and i had all this time to think about life and now i'm just here by choice. i didn't mm-hmm. get pruned i just be chilling here basically or whatever <laughs> and i just think i just think that was a really brilliant choice in my opinion and him by the end of this episode um oh there's a big being called Eliath in the void that eats everything it eats mm. time and space and stuff um, Sylvie pruned herself to find out where Loki went and Sylvie has theorised that whoever is really running the TVA is beyond the edge of time hiding behind a lie-off. So the plan is to enchant a lie-off and I was like, okay, and <laughs> and get to the other side. Sure. Um, it was a bit anime. It was like through yeah, the power of friendship. Yeah. <laughs> Close your that eyes. being said, I loved, I loved the way you classic Loki it. just managed to have a whole character arc in this one yeah. episode. Yes. And find his glorious purpose. That was... Mm. He did get pruned though, but he... Oh, he did get pruned. He um, left the planet because he, he was lonely and he, he wanted to... Basically, he wanted to find Thor. And mm. then they were like... Damn, well, there you go. Which was like super sad. Yeah. Like, he just wanted to find his bro, man. Mm. I mean, what are your guys' thoughts on this episode particularly? I loved it. It yeah, was same. so good. <laughs> it was so good from start to end, even with the the kind of cheesy. <laughs> Hold my hand. Yeah, we need just a bit more power. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy style. Yeah, yeah no, for <laughs> real. Is the only thing we were missing is Alligator Loki doing like a dance off. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kid Loki was like there i guess i wanted more from him personally. yeah, yeah. Me too. like he gave like, him a knife you, you killed Thor. yeah like let's explore that for a second <laughs> like, you're a kid let's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. talk about it <laughs> but uh, i was like he gave him a knife cool <laughs> like you'll need this but it's like you know he has knives he yeah magic yeah yeah but i like, also loved um everyone's different like different how they use magic and stuff mm. and like classic loki being like yeah the knives thing is pointless just like you guys should have been practicing your magic. Like, you literally have magic. Yeah. <laughs> so that was cool. And, and yeah, I think even um, with uh, Sylvie saying she's going to enchant them, and they, the um, laugh, and they spoke about it a little bit in um, the Lamentus episode where it was like, How did you learn these things? And it's like, We know these things, you just didn't, mm-hmm. you don't know them. You mm-hmm. didn't le- I think they spoke a little bit about how they were raised and mm. I think he asked Loki asked Sylvia like where did you learn to do the enchanting and I think she asked him like where did you learn to do the, mm-hmm. the whatever and again it just goes back to being like how can you be the same person but have had a different experience and mm-hmm. seeing all of these different Lokis and like classic Loki being well I did this because I thought the illusions were cool mm. Um, I really I really loved it I'm just gonna quickly talk about the Easter eggs because there are a lot in general but in this episode particularly so i'm just gonna read off the couple that i found or saw um there was probably a lot more so you got this was just me writing down notes there was a yellow jacket giant helmet which is interesting well we might get back to why that could be interesting but yeah there was a thanos copter Mm -hmm. um that was hilarious (laughs) random 
there was a Frog 4, which yes. had a lot of people wondering, is that Alligator Loki's 4? <laughs> maybe, maybe. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, he might not even be a Loki though. That made me laugh. I don't know why. <laughs> Imagine this alligator just pretending to be a Loki yeah. so he can fit in. Maybe he's just really lonely. He's from he's the still, void. He's yeah, just like, like my pond like, is no one there. Like, that helmet <laughs> so just cute. fit him yeah. so well. It did. It, it did. Um, the USS Eldritch, which is another thing like, um, I, every time I think of the agent, the name flashes into my brain and then goes. The, the, that is very cosmic horror. Yeah. <laughs> it's <jarring>. very cosmic <laughs> horror. But um, this was a real ship. Um that they were ex- doing experiments to make an invisible ship. Um, it's called the Philadelphia Experiment. Yes, I and know about this. Apparently the ship actually was too invisible and to this day, apparently it might, it might <laughs> still be on the sea, just invisible. might just run it's into it. too invisible. <laughs> so I thought it was pretty, again, just like the agent thing, I think it's cool when you kind of be like, remember that real mm-hmm. thing that happened? Oh, mm-hmm. D.B. Cooper. Cooper, that's it. Yes, D.B. Cooper. And the last one I noticed was the Living Tribunal Head which made me think, oh, where are we going with this? Because mm. there's a whole tribunal. Oh, the other here. thing I like was the mini Thor stuck in the little yes, thingy. In the <laughs> yeah, in the yes. jar. Like, oh, that's cute. King, King Towers. How could I forget? There was a ruined Avengers Tower, and it had it had Q E N G. And if I remember correctly, I think that's when Kang was pretending to be. That was his really rubbish alias mm. <laughs> when he bought the Avengers Tower in the comics. I can't couldn't tell you what issue arc there is. This is um. Oh, oh me reading up on it um and and to be fair there was a lot of easter eggs about kang which we will get to um but yeah did, was there any other easter eggs that you guys noticed that i've missed no that's, that's pretty much it there was uh, there was definitely a lot more i apologize to my hardcore marvel fans um and then we moved into episode six and i think from here we can start talking like bleeding more into like talking about characters because this episode was kind of an info dump and bram pointed this out to me um I only pointed that out because the first time I watched it by myself, it was like obviously like new information. But the second time I watched it with you, I was like, ah. "It's a lot." Mm. <laughs> but that being said, it still was interesting. Mm. So in six, it is a massive info dump. We are on the other side of a life, and the man behind it all. Oh, oh, chef's kiss, chef's kiss. Can we say his name? Because finally he's here. He's here. Finally, the MCU. Well, it, it, actually, his name is He Who Remains. His name <laughs> is Jonathan Majors oh, in the MCU. It was okay, Jonathan. Okay. It was actually him there. Yeah. He wasn't acting. That was him in uh, my TV. Mate, <laughs> listen, like since like Lovecraft Country, I've been like, we need to see more of him. He's such a good actor. Yeah, he's sick. Um, and yeah, can I just say because I f- we've it's really bad that we've I've forgotten about her. her. Miss mm. uh, uh, minutes. I, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. A lot of people, I, I did like her as a character, but mm. I. It was. It is what it is. She was. She was info She dump. was there. She was in on it the whole time. Mm. She was the little. She was like, like if Siri was like secretly like evil, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so it's Siri. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like if I mean, it is Siri. Yeah. Mm. A lesser evil version of Siri. Um, but yeah. So he who remains was the man behind it all. Played by Jonathan Majors, and if you are read up on your casting choices, you know exactly who he's supposed to be. Um, he tells us all about... We'll keep it as he who remains. Mm. Um, he basically tells us that, yes, he runs the TVA and he is keeping the sacred timeline because he is such a brilliant mind that all the other parallel universes version of him all fight in a multiversal time war and 
he keeps them all in check by basically using a life. No, to... he won. He yeah, he, he, well, he, yeah, he, yeah, he killed them all. No, he found that he found a life first, which life. allowed yeah. him to like yeah to win. Eat, yeah, eat eat not just them, but I guess all of the universes to trim them all. Yeah. So it's just like he's in control, and he's basically sitting there at the end of time, making sure that. He is all the uh, he, he he is the only him basically. There is no other timelines which would result in any other versions of him. Um, and I guess one thing that you guys might be able to tell me is I'm not sure if it was his grand plan to have these Lokis here, but he's essentially like, you know what? I'm old. I don't care. I'm so smart that if you kill me, I will end up here. <laughs> Some or a version of me <laughs> yeah. will it will just play out again. Yeah, so, so his thing was, like, if I die, this is inevitable anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, um, all this death and destruction is going to happen, and that's on you. You made that choice. We're still going to come back, and it's still going to be me. But me, I'm tired, and I want someone else to take over because it's been mm-hmm. a long road. That's, like, that's how I'm reading him, where mm-hmm. he's just like, I've, I've done all this planning, and I've done all this um, chicanery and kind of, like, all this, like, insidious, like, stuff in the timeline to kind of make this, um, this this perfect opportunity for someone to take over and rule so I can rest. Mm. And and this is where we are. Yeah, and he gets to this point that he never thought he would have got to, which is the point where he can no longer... Crossing the threshold. Yeah, Mm. where he can no longer predict predict what's going to happen. Time branches and he gives them a choice. It's kill me and again the cycle repeats or just, you know, let me go and you lot just... uh, You run it after me. Um, you know, he gives the choice in a very much way of I don't care mm-hmm. <laughs> because I'm crazy. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was saying he's like lived like millions of life yeah. uh, lifetimes. It's like anyone would go crazy after like that kind of period, especially and, doing the evil shit that he was doing. And it was a phenomenal performance mm. by Majors. Um, I'll speed this up because you know time. Mm. Um, Loki says sure. Sylvie says no. <laughs> <laughs> they fight. <laughs> Sylvie sends Loki away. After a kiss, like a tender kiss they have. After a kiss. That and feel really cri- uncomfortable. <laughs> and cryptically saying, I am not you. Mm. Mm. Um, Was that to be like, this is cool. I'm not you. Don't I don't worry. think so. And the reason I don't think so, and we'll get, we'll talk about it a bit more. She kills him. Mm. He did say, basically, he who remains says, there's worse versions of me. So you're yes. scared of me? You want to kill me? There's going to be a worse version of me that's going to come. But the thing is, he doesn't even say that, like, you know, don't kill me. Free. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, he's, he's just like, this is your choice. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Literally, this By is your the choice. way. Yeah. He's um, like, you, you got to understand, I'm chill. <laughs> and Sylvie does it anyway, it? because she's Sylvie. Um, and that's basically where we're at. Um, just to go, Loki goes back to the TVA and... I won't go too much into it. I thought it was hilarious. Mm. He's like, we need to, there's this, ma- there's multiple versions of this person and we need to um, defend ourselves and, and Mobius and B-15 have basically been reset. Um, <laughs> and, and another, and another version of He Who Remains is already <laughs> taken over on the TVA. I was like, I was cracking up. I, I, how I read it, I thought they sent him to a different universe. That's how we read it because they they were talking about the multiple universe and I think there's they no, sent him. But there's no multiple TVAs. There's only one though. Mm, you're right. So so it's just in the timeline. We're not sure yet. Yeah, yeah. we'll we'll see we'll see what happens because 
Because, ooh, baby, that was The reason good. I don't think it's another one is Sylvie wouldn't have had another one programmed into the Yeah, standard. It would have right. really been that one. Also, the TVA just kind of exists outside of time anyway. Mm. Yeah. So, um, so that's, that's it. Where it stands, the multiverse has been branched wide open. When Sylvie killed um, He Who Remains, we literally saw the timelines just going into like a million, like a root, roots of a tree, essentially. Mm, Ram beautiful. said she's pretty sure she saw Tobey Maguire in there somewhere. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I saw um, Patrick Stewart in there somewhere. I don't know. Um, <laughs> L- listen, um, you just, you, you could hear it faintly, just like really like in the corner of your ear, just J. Jonas here at Jameson going, I need pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> just, just echoing like at the end of WandaVision, you could just hear them screaming. He's a menace. <laughs> um, so let's let's just quickly go through some of the uh, characters. Um, I don't know if you guys want to start. I feel like we're not going to have time. So I don't know if you guys, if there's anyone you're dying to talk about. I, there's two I really want to uh, get into. I guess we should just start with Loki, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, let's go. Um, Loki's character, I feel like we've talking about it a bit. Very full circle. I was saying to Ram, what I really liked is by the end, it was he was he still felt like loki but he felt so much like a different person mm-hmm. even down to um when he he remains was explaining everything i was thinking how is he gonna take this in and mm-hmm. is he gonna try and still do tricks or what what is it and i said to him this episode he never there was not one time where he was like devious or mischievous and it, it felt like this is this is a new a new man mm. he was so tender i don't know how to say that like i found myself like through particularly the last three episodes where i was like does loki always talk like this like he literally became a different person in front of like just everything about him even just like the way he spoke um and i think it was cute because part of that was because he was in love Mm. (laughs) but like yeah it's also because like the first three episodes they were like shearing away all of the lies that he was telling himself and all the veneer he was putting up for other people and like the the thing with like the movie loki's is like he was playing the role that other people was expecting him to play. Mm. And he was bitter about that. But now that he can see what was making him so bitter, he's just trying to be the person he wants to be. Mm-hmm. And he's also in love. And it was like very intimate, like a very intimate performance in the last episode with mm-hmm. like just uh, with Jonathan Majors and with Sylvie in that room and just seeing him so kind of heartbroken by what's in front of them and what choices they have left mm-hmm. is ooh, so good. It was, uh, I, I, yeah, I agree. I, it felt very much like this is a person, no longer a character or a mm. caricature, like the being the the kind of um, scamp. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and and I like when I like when like a character is developed enough that you know their tropes, but they can be just a person, and then every now and then you kind of get a flash of that's that is what makes that person that person. Mm-hmm. And I feel mm. like that's where. Um, Loki was at. He came back on a full heroic vibe, like we need to defend ourselves mm. from the timeline. But also, that kind of goes to show how um, much of an impact he he remains had on him. Mm-hmm. Like, like he said, he was like this scary man, this mm. scary, scary man. And also, I really liked that he we could finally trust him. Like, I think carrying over from like the that line where it was like, and I'm a, uh, I can't be trusted and. You can't trust you and can't I can't tr- be trusted. Yeah. But it also was like almost like speaking to the audience because we've had so many times in the movie where it's like, we trusted him and then it was like, nah. Mm. And then we trusted him and then it was like, it was almost like we were Thor or something. Yeah. Like I don't want to keep taking it back to Thor, but like that relationship kind of, this was the first time I was like, yep, fully believe everything that he was saying, like you said. Um, He didn't lie. He just felt very like genuine. And I feel like, but it was just like weird because it was 
there was no feeling of like, uh, like, yeah. Yeah, no, I, 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 I agree. Um, it was very, and you know what? Even like the end point, like you think about how Falcon was a bit bizarre. <laughs> mm. <laughs> like when you're like, what did you, what did you learn from this? Um, what did you learn from this Falcon? And he had said his speech. Um, and everyone clapped. It was yeah, one of those moments. Um, like, Wonder Vision just flew away. <laughs> Bruh, <laughs> After torturing people. War criminal like wonder. Just this, I feel like this is the first time that there's been like a proper like character shift and it feels mm. earned and it feels like real at the same time. Not mm. like a bloody psa of like don't do bad things kids mm. or you know love yourself it could have easily just been of a been a thing of love yourself no matter who you are like kind of like vibe but yeah. they, they kind of didn't they put it a lot made it a lot deeper you know mm. um i will say the use of loki's to make loki see loki is just brilliant to be fair mm-hmm. even even the last like um the juxtaposition between sylvie and loki um and sylvie being like you know how like the whole time she keeps kind of saying that she's not a Loki, and she's then not. no, but then her doing a truly Loki thing of making the same mistake mm-hmm. and giving in to to her worst nature <sighs> instead of growing and changing when Loki does change mm-hmm. and she... actually does grow into something more than Loki. I was like that was that was beautiful. I mean that was good, but ch- I mean has anyone got anything else to say about Loki? <laughs> no, let's that's talk it. about Sylvie then because I'm I don't think I don't think she's Loki, man. I I, I don't know. I think she's. There was too, like you said, there was too many times where she was like, I'm not Loki. Um, I'm not saying, I mean, there is, there, even in the comics, the reason why there is a female Loki, I don't want to say it because I can't remember properly. I think that Loki inhabited a body that was made for someone else. Mm. I think he was actually made for Sif, which was the woman that was in mm. the, the loop, the dream mm. loop of him that was slapping because he cut the hair. I think, comic if i'm wrong i'm sorry but you know just things like when the variants saw her they were like, have you seen a female Loki before no mm. she said her name sylvie you know like does any other loki variant just say their name is not loki no like i just feel like there was a lot of times again like you said where she was like i'm not loki and mm. also in the comics sylvie is like loki Loki uses Sylvie. She's a character called the enchantress who i think she does a spell on the avengers Moving on to He Who Remains, aka I've forgotten his name now. John Majors, mm-hmm. yeah, Jonathan Majors, Jonathan Majors. Um, do you know him personally? He's my, <laughs> my guy. You know Johnny um, Boy. Get out, Johnny Boy. Moving like me. I feel like <laughs> I, you know what? I'm almost fighting saying he was a standout of the series. He was only in one episode, but he, he kind definitely of was a standout. He mm-hmm. definitely um He was a climbing the table kind of guy. Yeah, he definitely stole the show. Um I mean <sighs> But they also gave him the space, which was cool. Time I'm, and space. I'm I'm gonna just come out and say <laughs> it, like obviously, in case you didn't know, he is the guy at the other side of the curtain. He is also, in case you've been following the casting of Marvel films, he is playing Kang in the next Ant-Man film so we can assume that this is a form of Kang probably Immortus who's like the old man um, old man Kang at the end of time I'm just going to ask you guys like what is your how, how did you feel about him I feel like the answer is he was brilliant as he's been in everything I've ever seen he was very like I was a bit not worried like when they revealed him um, that they wouldn't really give him enough time 
Um, so I'm really glad that like it, we didn't actually spend that much time with Loki and Sylvie. We kind of did, but I like they gave him a lot of space to just because he literally monologued for most of the the episode with like little interjections from Sylvie and Loki. Um, and I felt that like you know he was charismatic enough that it didn't feel like I was watching a play. It didn't feel like I was this was like a mistaken scene in a play like he was very but i think that was because his character is just so kind of all over the place he's like crazy (laughs) essentially but also like that kind of dramatic crazy um so he really like took us on a journey i really loved like his retelling of what actually happened especially the (laughs) (laughs) part which was beautifully timed with music so like he was really intriguing and also because i think um they seem to be setting up kang as like the next thanos in a way um i think it's kind of like interesting to think about the fact that we've met this character and kind of know his motivations already from the beginning and like they developed him so well in one episode that i'm excited to see what they're gonna do with him next especially since we know that like he's appeared in loki he's definitely gonna appear in ant-man so he's probably gonna appear in other stuff as well um which is cool um because obviously with thanos we got the opposite way around where it was like we were getting a piece by piece reveal whereas this has told us everything we need to know um so yeah maybe maybe there's there more. more maybe we might see some more variants yeah. maybe some good variants yeah the right out there iron Dude. lad you could do that, iron lad um, yeah. yeah i was gonna say there's a tony stark shaped hole in the mcu right now that could be filled with an nah, iron lad i think that'll go iron heart yeah i'm okay with that too um it, honestly i was mesmerized like I, the first thing that kind of like jumped out at me i was like holy shit jonathan majors from from lovecraft country when i loved him in lovecraft country i'm i'm really sold and then he started to deliver this monologue and he started to kind of have this almost back and forth with himself as he was like mm-hmm. playing off his emotions and kind of like getting more and more wrapped up into the the insanity of the existence that he was living kind of yeah. keeping the tva going and like as bombastic and as silly as he was getting doing the whole ah, thing <laughs> there's like this this crippling kind of like tiredness to him but he, he was just like he was a broken man and like Ooh, it just kind of like it, it just kind of gets under your skin where he just like all all the bombasticness aside where he just stops and he's just like i don't want to do this anymore mm-hmm. and it's, it's he's like i'm being candid with you guys mm-hmm. i'm actually being candid also actually just what you said it just made me realize he's probably not talked to another person for yes. like literal minutes, so that's probably why he was like yeah so yeah crazy. that's what yeah, he like, did he's say. like ah, oh yeah and can i just people. say i i knew this was gonna happen mm. i knew it was kang yeah mate again i'll say i knew <laughs> no 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 do so like you if you it. if you got you it you got right. it i guessed it god damn it Ooh. um yeah no nah, he definitely ate up that whole episode mm. and and it and i think on a whole the show did a good job of being like like this kang is gone this is this like this mystery solved but he's literally just told you about the new problem and and you can see how it's um going to affect literally the whole universe I will say though, um, I do think it felt a bit <clears throat> in t- in terms of like how the other shows ended. It did feel like I do feel like Loki's character kind of came full circle, but at the same time, it did feel like it full full went that kind of okay. This is 
this is where we're at now with Loki for the sake of the multiverse, if you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That being said, though, there this is the only show that I think is confirmed season two it already. Is. Yeah, yeah yes. out of the Disney Plus show. So maybe that is why it ended that way as opposed to the other shows very much feeling like this is the story this this the, the complete package mm-hmm. but um yeah i just thought i'd like throw it out there no no it makes Can sense like they, they, there was a lot of pacing stuff at that last moment that felt like it was them going to going like don't worry about waiting for the film there is going to be something here mm-hmm. you know what i mean like this this very much this universe still exists even in the mcu kind of thing yeah and it it, it did make me a bit torn because as i love i love kang mm. but part of me i think what i was saying to ram is for in terms of the narrative of the show mm-hmm. it would make sense if it was a low-key at the end but but it was kang but like i i feel like that would make more narrative sense but mm. at the same time the nerd in me is like just give me kang give mm-hmm. me that give me all of that but but it wasn't kang and this uh, kang is also he dead. who remains slash he look he's dead either way so yeah. like he did yeah also can i just say that reveal of um the kang statue just reminded me of planet of the apes Yes, I literally was like, "Ah." (laughs) (laughs) "You're blowing up, (laughs) you damn dirty (laughs) ape!" Listen, I'm I'm gonna call that one Kang. I don't know which one. Yeah, no, that one is Kang. And people have said that 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 his costume in the statue is a bit more Kang Kang Mm -hmm. than that was that was Kang was quick. mm. That was like instantaneous. (laughs) But like he did a war. That was like my favorite part of the the monologue that he delivers is like every time he kind of keeps going like look you have no power here like you have seriously no power here to to Loki and Sylvie like I will let you kill me but trust me I'm nice like, that was like yeah. that really kind of just makes you go Whoa. like it was I mean he scared Loki mm-hmm. um. Yeah. Which kind of annoyed me about Sylvia. I feel like Sylvia was just like, ah, I'm gonna kill. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, said to Ram, was... I said to Ram, she was moving like Thorfinn from um. Hey, bruv. From which? Do, do you know? She's do you know who Thorfinn machine. moves like? Thorfinn moves like Loki. Thorfinn doesn't move like he, Loki. He Thorfinn did moves like back, like back, Sylvie. Back in the day, Thorfinn. Yeah. Do you know why? Because. Sylvie's Loki. Now we're back. Full circle. Do you know my thing with Sylvie? I just never felt like she was mischievous in any. She was yeah, snarky. She, was the closest. Like she, no, she, she, was she was just rage. She was raging. She's ra- yeah, and also she kind of had more of a purpose than the other Loki's. Like mm-hmm. they want power, but they don't really know why they want power. Sylvie is like she literally. She had a vision for her life clearly, or didn't feel like she got to live her life, and so she's like she's just pure like i'm gonna bring i'm gonna seek revenge and that's all that matters i don't know we'll see i anyway. will have my we'll revenge yeah. but anyway um <laughs> sorry to come back to kang in closing mm. it was an amazing introduction to he who remains obviously they mm. never said it was quiet kang but we know he it did is. say someone um, called me a conqueror and i was like we haven't seen a marvel villain be quiet just straight up off key like this um and actually i'm just relieved that we finally get an end that is not to fight the dark version of yourself like for the first time ever i think we could argue marvel was actually like well we have a, we've had killmonger and mm. thanos but we, we get in there. Why do you say Thanos' name with such disdain? <laughs> because Thanos is cool, but... Thanos! <laughs> He's alright. Thanos! Spat out. But, um, mm. yeah, any more thoughts on uh, Kang? No, I mean, no, he who remains. <laughs> I mean, he, he who remains great. <laughs> He's, he, he, was he awesome. does remain great. Yep. 
Um, I look Even forward to seeing the, I love how Batman. he winked at Sylvia. Oh my when god! Like, yeah. <laughs> See you later. Oh, you wink. Kind of coming to America vibes. Yeah. Like, oh uh, my god! Fun now. Goodbye. <laughs> 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 the chat. Um, I think. I mean, I was gonna ask, what do you expect from season two? I will say I don't want to expect anything. Mm. This show yeah, has really just say. made me want to just. Do we want to put a number on it? Uh, nine. I'm gonna give it a nine. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a nine too. I could give it a nine point five because I don't really have any criticisms. Yeah, there's, there's, I, w- I would there's some goofy moments, but like they're fine. I'd give it a nine because I have to watch something twice to uh, think about giving it a, a, like a ten or a nine and a half. And whenever I watch something twice, it usually goes down. But I think. I mean, as a sci-fi fan as well, it ticked that box like with a very vigorous um, sharpie pen. <laughs> <laughs> the box has been ticked, <laughs> um, and it's just—it was just the most entertaining epi- um, episode series so far out of all the shows. Like from episode to episode, it's been the most mm. I've been excited for. Like next episode, and it's been the most saddest I've been when the show's finished. For real. But you know, onto the Spider-Man trailer. Let's get here first. Um. Any more thoughts before we? Uh, yeah. All good. All good. Do you want to talk about what you've been up to? I haven't been doing much. Um. So I'm not really. I finished gonna... Mass Effect. Everyone. That's oh. The main... hey. I finished Resident Evil Village. <laughs> at last. <laughs> I feel like I'm proud of both of you. I've I've been playing Skyrim, and I should be playing other games, but I'm playing Skyrim. You gotta do it, man. Oh, and we've all watched Black Widow, which we will mm. be talking about next week. Next week. So. Does anybody want to tell the lovely listeners where they can find us? Shall we shall we tag team? Yeah, let's go. Um you can find us at the Nerd Alternative on Instagram. You can find us at on the Nerd Alternative without an E after the end on Twitter and Reddit. You can find us at Spotify, Apple Breaker, Podchaser, and anywhere that you can listen to your podcasts. Um please Literally. leave us a like, a review. And a rating. Um, our DMs are always open, but we'd really love your feedback. Um, and don't forget to check out our YouTube channel as well. Well, we have a few videos. You can leave us a comment there. Leave us a like and please do subscribe. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Merci beaucoup. Love the professionalism. Thank you. Mm. Back to that was my very unprofessional self. <laughs> Till next time, guys. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. You know what that sound means? It's another episode of Game for a Movie, where we ask, are you game for a movie? Tell me, Andre. There's no special features on that goddamn DVD, all right? Oh, wow. For Hansel and Gretel? Hansel and Gretel. You have the DVD of Hansel and Gretel. She basically has sex with it, somehow. Foreplay. Yes. She's she's chair foreplay. I mean, they knocked it out of the park, which is why it's my number three. Oh! Oh. (laughs) I mean, I wouldn't be in it, because this movie doesn't have women. But, you know, that's you why has I one. Right. It has one. You would have three lines of dialogue. No, she has more than three. Oh. Okay. So I'm actually gonna get like I actually get like I earn my 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 four sentences of dialogue rather than like here have a paycheck. You just stood there on the screen. You're a sexy lamp. Anyway, we're not Phoenix too. So no. Because they really hate each other, so we get to enjoy some wonderful comedic scenes of them hating each other so much that they get into physical altercations that include her biting detective ex-detective phillips's dick 
Okay. But we don't. Okay. In a hot tub. I, I know all of those words were English, but the way you <laughs> constructed yeah, them, I'm, I'm lost. Not, I'm not following the arrangement <laughs> very well. For those who haven't rated us or uh, liked or given us a review, don't say that we haven't given you anything of value after listening to this podcast. You now know the difference between an R-rated dick and an NC-17 X-rated dick. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to Game for a Movie, where we ask, are you game for a movie? We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.